Welcome back to New Rockstars. This is the big question, the show that gives you too much information on all the different fits hitting the runway from the Spider Fashion Collection this winter. My name is MT, and I'm here today with off-screen producer Brandon Barrick. What's going on, my dog? Hello, MT. So happy to be back again, talking about those delicious looks on our boy Spider-Man. It's got some, oh, some man, great he's got fits. a couple of looks in this fit. movie. Check the fits, Yo, buddy. Looking fly. Tom Holland from across the pond. He got he got that. He got the the good outfits, man. You know, I think part of it is, you know, when you start dating Zendaya, you know, it really she she's help, she helps you pick out a few outfits, you start looking real good. You got to dress nice. All right, hit me with that big question, Brandon. Okay, MT. We've had all these various, you know, Spider-Man Far From Home trailers and TV spots slowly dripping out as we as we just count the seconds until this movie finally comes out in theaters. Uh, but all of these different trailers, they've shown how our friendly neighborhood wall crawler, you know, he's got all these new threads. Uh, you know, he's, of course, we know he's battling bad guys from across the multiverse, but why does he need so many outfit changes? I mean, you know, what is this? The Oscars? Uh, it's a terrible joke. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Why would I even make that joke? Yo, if Tom Holland made, hosted the Oscars, it would be amazing. He keeps spoiling what was going to, who was going to win. <laughs> it would be awful. He would be like, oh my God, I can't believe Kate Winslet is going to win Best Actress. You guys are going to be so excited when Kate Winslet wins this award. Oh, shit. So why does Spider-Man have so many outfit changes? It all leads us to this week's big question. Why does Spider-Man have all these new suits? Where does he get these suits? I think uh, he got them at Men's Warehouse. I hear Mm. you're going to like the way you look. Guarantee it. You're gonna like the way you look. I guarantee it. You can't say that anymore. They fired that guy. They fired that guy. Did did they? Yeah, they ran the the owner of Men's Warehouse out of there. They said you're out of here, buddy. Oh my god, I had no. Wow, end of an era. Did he do something bad? I don't. I don't think he did anything bad. I just think the company, the board, was like, we're gonna move this company in a different direction. And then you know, (laughs) the the guy from Men's Warehouse was like, back to formula. What? He went all Norman Osborn on him, man. He was like, you can, I built this company. You can't I do this. I to built me. these suits. I hand I hand sewed these suits myself. You can't do this to me. And he just makes like an evil suit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes him crazy. <laughs> I'm the one that got things done for you. He's like standing in the mirror at a men's warehouse. There's like three mirrors they have, like looking to each one. I hope he, like he's wearing that like green Steve Harvey suit. <laughs> It's like the origins of that scene. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, it's an evil scene. <laughs> you can't take my company from me. Let's pitch this movie. No, that's a really good question, Brandon, because the Spider-Man films in the MCU have always provided moments where Peter has upgraded his suit by the end of the film. I mean, uh, action figures have got to be sold. Yeah, Let's they got to sell the action figures. It's true. Can't have the same suit from the last movie because the kids are going to be like, oh, why? Why, why am I going to do that? I'm just going to keep the toy I already have. But yeah, when Tony first meets with Peter and uncovers his homemade suit hidden away in the closet, he then gets upgraded to a Stark design suit that has all sorts of new bells and whistles to play with, along with a training wheels protocol to keep Peter from killing someone or, you know, even himself. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, there's a lot of uh, very dangerous modes in that suit. <laughs> why would you do that, Tony? Yeah. He's still a small child. They were locked build away. A separate they suit? were locked away. Tony, you know, Peter was messing around. Ned unlocked some stuff he wasn't <laughs> supposed to. Okay. Tony got too overzealous because, like, this is he still did. a teenager. This he is did. like he could have just made a separate suit that was like the adult suit, and then give him a training wheel suit. Mm-hmm. Come on, Tony. But that is that does make a lot of sense because you know that was like Tony's thing too, right? Every Iron Man movie, he's upgrading his suit mm, based exactly. on like a past battle. So of course he would like pass that tradition onto his baby boy, Peter Parker. I think there's actually elements of that Peter Parker, um, particularly his um, 
you know, a homecoming suit mm. that are probably reflections on Tony Stark's personal experiences. Yeah, yeah. He put in all those things for Peter because he likes them. You know, he likes to be nice and warm and toasty. He likes to have a lovely yeah. female voice talking to him when he's in his suit. Exactly. You know? that, that's just 100% Tony's uh, mommy issues there. I think he just misses his mom. This is like a weird tangent, but like Tony used Jarvis, his butler, his dad's butler, as like, you know, as a basis for his AI. I just feel like Tony's just trying to look for a family. I mean, yeah, I his know. dad was absent a lot. You know, he's out making weapons. He's not home enough. They have a strained relationship. But Jarvis, he's there. He's taking care. He's he's a real father figure. Why make a bond with your son when you can just be making weapons? I mean, you know, sons don't just... sons don't pay the bills. Okay, exactly. <laughs> sons don't start wars. Actually, they do <laughs> all the time. It's mainly sons. The patriarchy. <laughs> Is the worst. Anyway, sorry. Um. Okay, here we go. The trailers for Spider-Man No Way Home show us at least four different looks for our web-slinger friend. So let us go through each of them and try to figure out what their purpose might be and how they'll enhance Spider-Man's abilities. So Let's we'll go ahead and throw in a spoiler warning, though, at this point, because we don't know what's going to happen in No Way Home, but we could be correct in some of our theorizing. So let's start at the end of Far From Home and the beginning of this film with the upgraded Stark suit that Peter designed at the end of Far From Home. Yes, this is the suit that Peter built on the Stark jet while he was being sad with Happy, <laughs> um, which is opposites, but that's what you do. Uh, opposites you do. attract. It's pretty similar to the, his Stark suit from Homecoming and Civil War, with the addition of the slick black design elements. And he also reconfigured the voltage of his laser webs by a factor of, you know, around 25% and added manual control over their detonation, which is pretty dope. The suit also has those web wings that give him the ability to glide, not fly, glide, glide. in a parachute to stop him from hitting the ground at deadly speeds. Because, you know, that's, it's a very good thing to have when you're gliding. Yeah. Um, if you've ever played a, a Fortnite or a, a Call of Duty, <laughs> uh, parachutes are a big, big part of not being dead. We could assume it's got all the special features we saw in his OG Stark suit, from the lenses to the enhanced web shooters to even the temperature control features. But no Karen. I miss Karen. Where's, yeah, where's Karen? I miss Karen. Like, so why does he ditch this suit? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, the, the obvious answer would be like, oh, he ditches the suit because everyone knows he's Spider-Man. But like... Putting on like a new Spider-Man suit wouldn't make him any less right? conspicuous. <laughs> like right? that's not Spider. That's yeah. That's part of the Night Monkey family. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Night Monkey. So that's not Peter Parker. We don't know who that guy is, but this other Spider-Man is definitely Peter Parker. We only know what we've seen in like the trailers, and you can kind of piece together like, well, this part of the movie probably goes at the beginning, and this part probably goes towards the end. But he is wearing that suit when he when uh, Doctor Strange does the little like punch thing. The spirit mm. astral punch, right? I would think that that happens probably after the spell and after, you know, at least one villain shows up, probably Doc Ock. So it seems like he starts with the suit in the movie, maybe switches to Iron Spider at some point, and then has to put this suit back on because Iron Spider suit no longer works. It's a good suit. He designed it. You would think he'd want to wear it all the time. Um, and he's not wearing it throughout the whole movie. So I wonder what goes wrong. Maybe it gets destroyed at some point. Maybe Doctor Strange mm. destroys it when they have their their big fight on the train, the the flying Ooh. train. I don't know. He's like, "You look too nice, Peter. I'm destroying it because I'm jealous. I'm, <laughs> I'm jealous. jealous of your. Sick I have the stupid these stupid wizard clothes. I don't dress like a a trendy youth like They're you. Ill fitting. I mean, I do appreciate that the MCU movies show that like someone built Spider Man suit, like Tony Stark, with access to all this technology and 3D printing and nanobots. 
built the suit. I mean, I've been rewatching the other Spider-Man films to get ready for this one. And that's always like the thing. I'm like, how did Tobey Maguire build this crazy suit? <laughs> like, it's so nice. Uh, but I do appreciate, especially in the Raimi movies, that like the suit, he's just wearing the same one for all three movies, which we talked about selling toys. Like, I can't believe they got away with that. I mean, they introduced like the black right. suit in the third one, but it's right. the same suit. And he's like, and it. I love when it's off. It looks like a little spandex costumey suit. And he has to like go to the laundromat <laughs> and wash it. And it bleeds onto his other clothes. Like, I love the realness that those, those Spider-Man movies have. But it is nice to be like, okay, well, the reason, you know, he's not wearing uh, a sweatshirt and a, a little ski cap is because this very rich uh, super genius built him a suit. Not that Peter Parker is very smart and a genius. And that also explains how he can kind of just build his own crazy suit but like where do you order this material from if you're toby <laughs> mcguire or andrew garfield are you going to join fabrics and being like what's your most well durable i think um, andrew garfield didn't he order like a bobsledding stuff or whatever like oh, uh, oh yeah he ordered like a skeleton uh yeah sled suit or whatever and he also finds his you know he gets a little secret lab from his daddy uh hidden in a subway uh, yes. car but poor, yeah, poor secret blood after all you need the secret lab the yeah right secret blood secret lab <laughs> Poor old Toby Maguire's just on his own going to Hobby Lobby. Uh, no, don't mention that. <laughs> Poor Toby Maguire's on his own going down to Joanne Fabrics just trying to build a, a suit, you know? Uh, I don't know how he does it. Uh, man, can I use your uh, your your, uh, your sewing materials? I yeah, need to yeah. make a, a Spider-Man suit real quick to fight in this freaking wrestling match. Well, in the wrestling match, he's just wearing like normal clothes like that, I this believe. And then, you know, good old Sam Raimi was just like, well, we'll show a, a very nice drawing of a cool suit and then... <laughs> Cut to the new suit. There we go. Problem solved. Move on. We got a movie Damn. to make. Here we Chalk go. Chalk zone rules in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just draw the suit and it'll come to life. I think that something's going to happen at some point at the, like towards the beginning of this movie. Yeah. Where Peter's going to be like, oh man, this is like, this threat is a little bit too extra. This is like, this right. feels like an Avengers movie threat. I got to put my Avengers suit on. And then he runs into Doc Ock who's just like, hmm. Extra legs, eh? We <laughs> got legs, we got competition, as he says in the trailers. We got some competition. Yeah. But yeah, let's talk about the Iron Spider suit mm. now, because mm. from the trailers, we've seen how Peter's nanotech Iron Spider suit comes into play when he battles Dr. Octavius on the bridge. And this, of course, is the famous suit from Infinity War and Endgame that basically requires a nuclear reactor to recharge, because, you know... It's definitely not, it's it's definitely gonna mess up your electric bill. So yeah, prepare for that. I, yeah, I want to know who's paying for this electric <laughs> bill. I mean, <laughs> that can't be cool. I would hope that Peter could at least expense his electric bill if he's if he's expected to still fight crime. He should be able to expense the electric bill. Seriously, to Stark honestly, or, or the government or somebody should be paying for it. Tony Stark should have been taking care of all those people. Mm. Every single person that has helped him mm -hmm. with hero stuff. Should have, have their life paid for. Well, what they the keep, like they keep leaving coffee grinds in the garbage disposal, okay? <laughs> it's rude. That's his revenge. It's rude. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to help you guys financially because you he, keep leaving he gave coffee up his grinds. House. He gave up his house two times to the to help the Avengers, and both times they got destroyed. They destroyed his tower. They destroyed his, his place in upstate uh, uh, New Jersey. Like, come on. What do, you, what do you want? The nanotechnology in the suit gives the suit the ability to just, you know, reappear around Spider-Man as needed. And besides being a much more durable and armored material than, you know, the OG suit, it also adds these badass four metal spider legs on the back that, so you know, cool. everyone loves. Everyone loves to. And it kept Peter from dying in the depths of space after he killed Ebony Ma who is definitely has to show up in this movie. Literally, Ebony Ma died fighting Spider-Man. Ebony yeah. Ma has to be in this movie. Anyway, 
Moving on. Of course, this suit can provide a self-contained oxygen environment for Peter, which allowed him to breathe in the upper atmosphere when he was hitching a ride on that little donut spaceship in Infinity War. It even has missiles which can shoot web fluid. And this was showcased in a short film on the Far From Home Blu-ray called Peter's To-Do List, where he uses web missiles when taking down the Manfredi crime family. Those Manfredis, ooh. Mm, delicious ooh. pasta, but terrible crimes. <laughs> I was gonna make a spaghetti joke. <laughs> He turned but those man Freddy's into spaghettis. And from the trailer, it looks like Doc Ock is able to steal the nanotech from the suit and apply it to his own metal arms, mm -hmm. which is perhaps why Peter needs another new suit in this film. But why was he wearing the Iron Spider suit and not the Far From Home suit in the first place? You know, normally mm -hmm. he has his suit like under his clothes, I guess, just sitting there being all stinky and sweaty. But like, yeah, he was prepped with his nano suit for this situation. He's also in like a suit and tie, right? Or at least like a sports coat and a tie. He's dressed kind of yeah. nice. Like, was he on an important mission? In the trailer, you know, he looks to that woman who's like sitting in the car, looks like a limousine, right? right? She's in the back. Maybe she's a VIP. Why Why is Spider-Man escorting mm. this VIP? Why is he in the, the nanotech in the first place? Like, did he know Doc Ock was out there? Like, what... Uh, to me, it seems like this is the first bad guy he encounters post-spell, right? Okay. Could he be on his way to court? Like, was that his, like, court outfit? Oh, that's, He's going to that's court. literally the best event for this uh, occasion is court. But do you think... Um, so, yeah. Think, so, he, he's going to court, and he was like, well, I'm going to put on my Iron Spider suit because in case shit goes, gets real in this courtroom, I'm going to object, uh, and I'm going to kill everybody. <laughs> like, do you think he can go through a metal detector? With the, with the nanotech? Do you think it shows up on like a, a metal detector at the courthouse? I like uh, the whole court scenario where like Peter Parker potentially like goes full homelander. Yeah, yeah. Peter Parker, we declare you guilty. And he's just like, activate instant kill. <laughs> You're all guilty. No witnesses. <laughs> no witnesses. <laughs> so then he's he's wearing this and then we see Doc Ock like pins him up against the, the column and is like, You're not Peter. Or whatever. <laughs> You're not Peter. Hello, Peter. Who's Peter? You're not the handsome boy I know. <laughs> right, right. You're different. You're a different handsome boy. What You're the heck? Different. Cry for me. Let me see you cry. But then, yeah, it looks like he absorbs the nanotech, right? It's like arms, Doc Ock's arms like turn red. Maybe this is why he has to go back to his like far from home suit at some point. Because like this suit gets mm. absorbed, destroyed. I don't know what happens mm. to it. How do the robotic arms know how to do this? I don't even know. Those robotic arms legit have minds of their own. Uh, either yeah. I, it's their share of mind or like they each have well, individual they, minds in each tentacle, but like. Having just rewatched Spider-Man 2, you know, they explain that, that there is AI in the arms. Uh, and right. it seems like each arm does have its own AI. Like there's a shot in Spider-Man mm. 2 where, cause they each have like a camera on them. And you can see like each one's perspective. So it's like, yeah, they do mm. think for themselves. And in the very awesome scene where, where they're trying to surgically remove the arms and like they go crazy and kill everybody, um, <laughs> you can see them like aware of each other and like helping each other out. But I guess, yeah, they're smart enough to realize like, oh, this is nanotech and oh, we can like steal it from this little mm. spider boy. Uh, pretty <laughs> we impressive. Can just steal? We can just take it. <laughs> I guess, I guess it's ours now. This AI absorbing Iron Man technology. So this is like sort of like a pseudo Ultron. This is like technically uh, yeah. Ultron's cousin, these right. arms with with Tony Stark tech, because yeah. it is AI. It's I weird. guess and maybe it's something Tony never thought of, of like, oh, there's gonna be another mechanical AI that tries to absorb the soup. I better like prevent that, but he didn't build it in. I, I don't know. 
I am. I'm so excited to see the like Iron Spider arms face off against the Doc Ock arms. Because that was like Doc Ock's things in in the comic constantly was he has these extra arms and it's difficult for Spider-Man to even get close to Doc Ock because his arms are like whipping around so fast and he can't keep up with all of them. It should be a pretty, pretty good fight. I think it's going to be super dope to see these two um, six-legged freaks, six-legged geeks uh, go at it. If you count their arms as legs, they're eight-legged. Do you think this will be the death of the Iron Spider suit? Do you think it's going to be completely destroyed? Oh, 100%. Gone. Like, the Iron Spider suit has been around for way too long in the MCU. It's long overdue. But yes, now for a completely new suit, because we have this badass-looking black and gold suit from the movie, and we see Peter running massless through a cafeteria in this suit, probably because it was Sloppy Joe Day, and it was, uh, (laughs) he just wanted to be first. Sloppy Joe. <laughs> Lady, you're scaring us. If it's Sloppy Joe he might be running to the bathroom right away. You know what I mean? <laughs> sloppy Joe's. Extra sloppy. It comes out the exact same way, folks. <laughs> the exact same way. And then also there's that shot of him doing a superhero pose with the mask on. Because you mm. gotta have one. Gotta have. Deadpool established. It's the Deadpool law. And this suit is most likely designed to be able to utilize Eldritch magic in conjunction with Doctor Strange. But... How exactly was this suit built? Does Peter have, like, access to the suit-building machine that was on the Stark jet? And did Doctor Strange perform a spell that altered the Far From Home suit? Like, what's what's going on with the suit? It looks really cool and different. And- I do like the idea that, like, Doctor Strange, like, does a magic spell on his, you know, his Far From Home suit. And it just, like, turns into this in some sort of weird way. It looks like... You know, there's been kind of some leaks of, like, toys and stuff. And even when you kind of look at it up close, it looks like it has, like, circuitry kind of built into it a little mm. bit. So I don't know. Okay. But I, I do love this idea that he needs, like, a special suit in order to have, like, the magic kind of flow through him or, like, use magic on his own with zero training. <laughs> I'm wondering, too, if, like, if is, you know, is Peter going to stay in this dimension or universe if, if he's crossing mm. into, like, different multiverses? Does he need like a special suit to help keep him like grounded to his own universe or something like that? Yeah, this black and gold suit, I can't wait to see what it does. It is very cool looking, sell a lot of toys, but it probably does have like these special features. And I love the idea of like, I'm going to, use you know, Dr. Strange is like, I'm going to use you as like a conduit of my magic by giving you like this different suit. I'm hoping it's like a suit that Dr. Strange makes out of magic somehow. It'd be super dope, man. I feel, And I really like the, how you said about the, the whole like, potentially rooting Peter into that reality. Because in Into the Spider-Verse, that's essentially what happens to right. you know, all these Spider-Men. It's like they, it's because they're not in their native reality. Their molecules aren't jazzed about being in the right, in the wrong dimension. <laughs> um, and so maybe the suit is keeping Peter's molecules stabilized. I like mm. that idea. It's a really good yeah, idea. Yeah. But yeah, in the battle that takes place at the Statue of Liberty in No Way Home, it looks like Peter Parker is back in the traditional looking fabric suit with the addition of a large gold spider on the front. And yet again, we must wonder... Where did the suit come from? Like, was it the suit building machine in the jet? Or did Doc Ock help put this one together? Because they are friends now by the end of, at this point. Who knows? And was Doctor Strange involved? Hence the large gold Spider-Man emblem on the front. Because, you know, Doctor Strange do love his gold. He's in the club with his gold all day. <laughs> and also, what additional features will this suit have to make it necessary for this final battle? That's a good point, MT. Because, like, why, again, a whole new suit. What happens to the black and gold suit? Does it get destroyed also? What we've seen of this like showdown at the Statue of Liberty, it feels like the big final battle of the movie, right? Like this is probably going to be the big I would hope so. Again, it's like a totally new suit. It kind of looks like the Far From Home one a little bit, but why does he need this suit? 
as he's totally fighting by himself and there's totally not two other Spider-Men there. Who would ever right? think that? What makes this suit special? Like, does it need, you know, does it have magic imbued into it? Is that why there's like the gold mm. emblem? Where did it come from? <laughs> is, is you know, mm. is, is is Peter keep calling up happy and being like, bring the jet around. I need it again. I need it again. Let's go. <laughs> I would love it just having just had like a, an array of suits for Spider-Man. It's yeah, like, yeah. coming Spider-Man. <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. Spider-Man. Um. Uh, but no, I, I think in terms of additional features that the suit could have, mm-hmm. I just feel like Electro is a huge factor in mm. this. And it, if you're dealing with electricity, he needs like upgrade suits to to deal with those, that, those shocks. His suits have to evolve in terms of the threat. And so I think that this new suit that we see in the third act of the film that we're assuming is probably reinforced to deal with, you know, your Doc Ox and your, your Sandman's like it keeps the sand particles from going in and killing him or some, something. It's just like the, the perfect suit oh, to deal with the Sinister like Six. Like an airtight um, suit. I, oh yeah. Like yeah. I like that idea. MT that like this suit has a little bit of everything to like keep you from getting hurt from the Sinister Six. Yeah. That's like specifically made for them. You know, one thing um, I would, I just realized too is that jet got destroyed at the end of like Far From Home, right? The one with the 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 the, the suit making tech in it. Yeah, I mean, I assume there's like another there's more suit making tech out there. Like, I'm sure Tony didn't have just. I think that was the last one. <laughs> just one thing on one jet. Tony, like he has, he writes in his will, like this is my last. Yeah. I'm not Spider-Man building any more Spider Man making suits. No more. Um, <laughs> But we have to assume there's like some sort of tech out there that can still make the suits. I like this idea that like, yeah, this suit is like perfectly designed to take on each of the bad guys. And I do like the Mm -hmm. idea too that like, you know, him and Doc Ock are friends at this point. And Doc Ock's like, here, let me help you build this. I'll be your mentor, Peter. Because Doc Ock's not a bad person. He's just a dude that is inflicted with this, these really evil tentacle creatures that is telling him to do bad things. Going back through the, like the Raimi movies, most of the bad guys are like not bad guys. They had some tough choices to make and they are dealing with those consequences. Green Goblin. Oh, his brain's messed up because of the serum. Doc Ock. Oh, his brain's messed up because of the chip in his brain. Or Electro. His brain messed up because he's just lonely and weird. Lonely. (laughs) We all get lonely. You know, we all want to meet our, meet our heroes. And Sandman is the best. I love Sandman's character. His whole like, is, is, he's just a super tragic character, and like I feel like Raimi does that really well. And he didn't really die at the end of Spider-Man Three. He just kind of like sands away and flies off. Yeah. So when like he's just like all right, when Doc, bye. When Doctor <laughs> Strange is like, all these people died fighting Spider-Man. I want him to be like, wait, wait, what? No, I'm alive. I'm fine. I'm hanging out with my daughter. We go to the playground. I play in the sandbox. Obviously, I die fighting Spider-Man. <laughs> I did what? Who do it? <laughs> Maybe they'll add a scene of like Tobey Maguire like going to his house and just like pouring concrete all over him or something being like i'm done with you (laughs) no loose ends Uh. there is a possibility this is kind of crazy but like sandman and lizard aren't in this movie Mm. at all and like this could be oh they're like direct you think they're like um for other characters digital fake outs yeah because like sandman could just it's just this huge like sand thing that can cover a lot of assets on the screen right that are secretly Mm. there and like lizard could easily be venom so, like, yeah. even though they do mention, like, is that a dinosaur in the trailers? So, like, li- Lizard is probably in this movie. But, like, it's just really interesting to me how, like, the actors for both Lizard and um, Sandman haven't been confirmed for No Way Home. Could it be Mysterio, like, creating false exactly false Sandmans and false Lizards? Yes. Because that team has no, technically, as we've seen, has no Peter Parker, uh, Tom Holland right. villains on it. It's just Toby and Andrew. Mysterio's the only one that fits the bill, honestly, so... 
He's got to be around somewhere. But hey, one more suit that we should probably definitely discuss looks like a Spidey suit that has sort of been turned inside out. We do see a shot of this suit in the trailer where Spider-Man has eldritch magic symbols around his wrist, and there appears to be some exposed wiring on the suit. And it looks like he has a phone taped to his chest with his best friends, MJ and Ned, on FaceTime. So what is going on with this suit? Is it a new suit altogether or just one of the previous suits like turned inside out? Like, what do you think? I mean, it's, it is really weird. It does look kind of like haphazard. The fact that you bring up, you know, he has like the magic symbol. We were kind of talking about it earlier with when he's maybe fighting Electro because you see Electro behind him. Is this like the black and gold suit that's turned inside out for some reason? What does even turning mm. a suit out inside out do? I think it um, allows you to... Um, just make it look like a different suit. I mean, you can it's wear it an extra cool day, like right? You wear it on Monday the right way. Exactly. On Tuesday, you flip it inside <laughs> out. Nobody knows. One pair lasts me four days. I go front, I go back, I go inside out, then I go front and back. <laughs> that shot in the trailer just confuses me so much because it has all that mm. wiring. I guess if like your suit is turned inside out, maybe there's wiring on the inside, but why is it loose like that and not taped down? You can see the little right. spider symbol and it's about the same size as like the black and gold one. It's kind of right. the same size as the far from home suit, but I don't think it would be that suit turned inside out. Or maybe it is. And why is there mm. a phone taped to his chest? It doesn't. Cause yeah, like all of his suits have there. like all this built in kind of HUD technology. Like I would think if they needed to see what he was seeing, they could just like, you know, connect to his suit like remotely or something. This has to do with his technology being, like just not working anymore. I mean, another theory I heard was that like it could be this his his iron spider suit with like the nanobots stripped off of it, and this is kind of like the undercarriage or something. But I think that would be weird. I don't I don't know how that would work. Oh, could it be is is Doctor Strange in that suit? Is it not even Peter Ooh. Parker? Ooh. And that's why there's a <laughs> that lot would of magic be crazy. Happening. I would love that. I would love to see Doctor Strange swinging at some point <laughs> in this movie. That'd be so funny. I mean, we talked about it. it was a a couple of big questions to go. You know, they're in the comics when Doctor Strange and and Peter Parker switch powers at one point in one of the comics mm. uh, during one of their battles. Zandu shenanigans. Eh? Zandu, Zandu <laughs> everyone's favorite villain, number one villain in Marvel comics, Zandu. <laughs> When they switch powers and Doctor Strange is slinging that web and, you know, Peter Parker's, you know, doing some magic spells. Love to see it. Would love to see it in this. Right. Movie. Oh, my God. Please. Marvel, please. please just please. for just even if it's for two minutes. So that is our look at these suits that we're all going to be seeing and just marveling over in Spider-Man No Way Home. So tell us your favorites in the comments below, because we got a couple of suits in like there's got to be one that you think is the best. Heads up, there's a new latest Obsession shirt over at NewRockStarsMerch.com inspired by Hawkeye. And it's got a really cool design and comes in three colors and sizes from small all the way up to 4XL. So find that shirt and tons of other great merch inspired by Loki, Spider-Man, and other super cool properties over at NewRockStarsMerch.com. And hey, before we dive into our bite-sized questions next, some words from the people that help bring big question to you. People like Mint, because this holiday season, the best deal in wireless can only be found at Mint Mobile. Right now, when you switch to Mint Mobile and buy a three-month plan, you'll get another three months for free! Free three months. And as the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just 
$15 a month. And here at New Rockstars, Philip switched to Mint Mobile and he loves it. He saves a lot of money and got to keep his phone and number. And by going online only and eliminating the traditional costs of retail, Mint Mobile passes significant savings on to you. Yes, you. And all plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And with Mint Mobile, choose the amount of monthly data that's right for you and stop paying for data that you never use. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. And for a limited time, buy any three month Mint Mobile plan and get three more months free by going to mintmobile.com slash big Q. That's mintmobile.com slash big Q and cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash big Q. Folks, I like to keep it real with you. And the truth is not all work collaboration tools are created equal. I'm sorry, that's just how it is. Some help you organize your company's information. Others allow you to manage projects together. But Notion does both, okay? It's one tool for your whole team to do it all, and its design means everyone will want to use it. Notion provides one central and customizable workspace that can be tailored to fit any team and brings all teams together to get more done and move faster. Notion is an all-in-one team collaboration tool that combines note-taking, document sharing, wikis, project management, and much more into one space that's simple, powerful, and beautifully designed. Plus, Notion has a worldwide network of millions of users creating templates, tutorials, and new inspiration. The product is getting better all the time, and you'll always have the support that you need. Find out how Notion may be the missing piece your team needs to grow and get more done. Learn more and get started for free at Notion.so. You can check it out on your own and invite as many folks as you want to see how it works. Take the first step towards an organized, happy team today. Again, at Notion.so. We all shop online and we've all seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout. Well, thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one to your cart. And Honey supports over 30,000 stores online from tech and gaming sites to popular fashion brands and food delivery. And when you check out one of your favorite sites, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons and then wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons and it finds a working coupon and then you'll just watch those prices drop. Just drop all the way down. And at New Rockstars, a bunch of us use Honey, and off-stream producer Zach used it to save 10 bucks on some new board games, and editor John used it to save some money on a new hat. John loves his hats. He, he looks needed good it. in a hat. He needed that hat. If you don't already have Honey, you could straight up be missing out on some free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. And I never recommend something that I don't use and that we don't use, so please get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash bigquestion. That is joinhoney.com slash big question. Get Honey today. It's some really good stuff and you will save a ton of money. Honey, please. Now it is time for our bite-sized question. Brandon, bite-sized questions time. What does the back of a sling ring portal look like? And this is from Dr. Zoidberg on Discord. Thank you, Dr. Zoidberg. Big fan of your work. Yes, uh, thank you. So I think the question here is, you know, when you see a sling ring portal, right, You and you look mm. through it, you can see where you're going to in the portal, right? But what if right. you were standing on the other side of that portal, what would you see? Mm. Would you see the same thing? Would you see nothing? Would you see just mm. a giant brick wall? If you're watching Shang-Chi, right, and that portal opens right. up in the restaurant, 
and there's a server on the other side of the portal, if they're just walking forward, do they just hit a wall? Do they smack oh. into something? Like, okay. And this interesting. is interesting. Yeah. I, when okay. you, when this question came up, I was like kind of blown away cause I'd never really thought about it. Um, but mm. as soon as I saw the question, I was like, oh, now I want to know what happens. So first I tried to think about it logically. Right. Okay. So like right. a portal is cutting through 3d, a three dimensional space. And it's opening mm -hmm. up a doorway to another location in space, kind of like an invisible tunnel. It's kind of like a wormhole, right? And it's kind of hard to conceptualize because in a 3D space, it's kind of cutting through it in an interesting way. First, I was like, oh, maybe like a black hole, right? Um, well, no, <laughs> that's not a great example because <laughs> it's not exactly the same thing because a black hole in space is just like a hole in the ground that you could just mm. drop something into, right? There's no front and back of a black hole, okay? Right. They look the same no matter how you approach it in a three-dimensional space. And I don't really understand black holes at all. They're very conceptually confusing. So watch Interstellar <laughs> if you have more questions. But like a black hole is not a good example of like a sling ring portal. Okay. However you approach the black hole, it's going to look the same. And it's going to look like this weird distortion. It's crazy. It's weird. Light can't escape, so it looks crazy. So sling ring portals, they're not affecting space-time with their massive gravity or anything like that. So black holes are not a great comparison for that so right. i was like going through most of the sling ring iterations we see in the mcu and i think the best example we have that could help us out with this question happens in thor ragnarok and we see this sling ring portal kind of slide across the floor and envelop them and zap them away right and i slowed it down and i went frame by Ooh. frame enhance can you enhance the image from here can you enhance him right here can you enhance it can you enhance it can we enhance this or can you enhance it hold on a second i'll enhance well going sideways you can kind of see the circular nature of it and you can see the two distinct sides of the portal. And through those two distinct sides, we're not seeing Norway where they're going to. We just kind of see like the stairs behind it, but it's kind of like got a little shimmer, ethereal nature to it. This is what I think happens. If you view okay. a sling ring portal from the back, you just see through what's on the other side, not of the portal, but what's on the other side of the space you're in. And it maybe has like mm. a reflective, like kind of gossamer shimmer to it. And I bet you could walk through it. You might just feel like, ooh, that was, it was chilly. Ooh, it felt weird. But if you come <laughs> through it from the front side, you're going wherever it tells you to go. In Shang-Chi, right? If the thing, portal opens up in front of the waiter, he's probably like, what, what is this weird thing? Uh, I just got blipped and snapped away a couple months ago. Life means nothing. There is no God. I'm just trying to be a waiter <laughs> here in San Francisco. I can barely afford my apartment. What you probably see is just whatever's on the other side in the space you're in, but there's like a weird little shimmery, ephemeral uh, blech blocking it. It's magic. But yeah, no, that was a really good um, explanation, my friend. Thank well, you thank very much. Well, thank you. Thank you, MT. And before we go on to our second bite-sized question, we got one more sponsor we'd like to thank, and that's Napjitsu. You're not alone if you like a good nap. Albert Einstein and Thomas Edison were both big nappers, and Stephen King still loves a little midday shut-eye. Napjitsu's natural supplements were made by people who know how it feels to be tired and busy. Their patent-pending formulas have natural ingredients like B vitamins, guarana, and ginseng to give you a boost of energy without the crash later. Each Napjetsu product provides brain-boosting nootropics to unlock steady energy right when you need it. The result? Your peak performance all day long. Napjitsu supplements are packaged into small packets so you can take them wherever and whenever you might need an energy boost. Whether you need to experience deeper sleep or unlock immediate lasting energy, each Napjitsu product is designed to help you achieve your optimal performance. Remember, the smart rest more, 
the wise rest better. Rest up and level up with Napjitsu. For a limited time, receive 30% off your first purchase when you go to napjitsu.com slash big question. Go to napjitsu.com slash big question for 30% off your first purchase today. That's N-A-P-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash big question. Now, here's our second bite-sized question. You ready, my friend? I am ready. Before it was vibranium, what was Bucky's arm made out of? Mm. And this is from Spoon Fiesta on Discord. Thank you, Spoon Fiesta. Yes, you are thank an amazing you. Thank person. you for bringing the spoons to the party. In the MCU, before Bucky Barnes had that sweet vibranium appendage, thanks to the helpful rehabilitators from Wakanda, though they did put a secret disarmament code in there, no pun intended, uh, which was very (laughs) embarrassing for a good old Bucky when it got deployed mid-battle. It's kind of rude, but to be fair... Mega rude. Yeah, it's mega rude, but to be fair, you know, Bucky's got a pretty dubious history. He's a super soldier who's been repeatedly brainwashed, so if you're going to give him a very powerful arm... You might, you gotta have a backup code. I'm sorry, that's just smart. The original cybernetic arm that was blasted away by a pissed off Tony Stark uh, was crafted by Hydra and it was made out of titanium. That's right. Titanium is of course a real element here in our universe, unlike vibranium. It's a super versatile uh, metal that's often used in aerospace because of its like lightweight nature. It's used in the military. It's used all over the place. Uh, In fact, it has the highest strength to density ratio of any metallic element, meaning it's super strong, but very lightweight. And it can be alloyed to other metals like iron, aluminum, vanadium, and molybdenum. 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 (laughs) Molybdenum. I don't know. It was on Wikipedia. All the kids are popping molybdenum. Kids, stay away from that. (laughs) Molybdenum. But yes, his original arm was made of titanium. In the comics, uh, when they were developing the Winter Soldier, Hydra like would keep upgrading the arm. I don't know if like the right. the titanium arm we saw was like the first one, or if it had been upgraded over the years. Because like in the comics, they keep learning how to make it better and better. And in the comics, his original arm, the you know the titanium arm had a lot of cool features. Like it had all these like sensors on it, had like a a knife hidden inside of it. It was like very cool. Um, And I was kind of, I was kind of hoping in Falcon and Winter Soldier, we'd see the, like some cool things that the Wakandan arm could do. But so far it's still just a super strong arm. Put like a, a laser blaster in there, put a grappling hook on something like make it cool. Oh my God. I want him to be like inspector gadget. Right, I was just about to say Claw from Inspector Gadget <laughs> yeah, yeah. and stuff. It'd be so cool. Oh, my God. I love Inspector Gadget so much. I love it. Titanium. Um, I heard they made the, the titanium metal after that titanium song. Um, Shoot me down, but I will fall. I am t-. Yeah, they made that after that song. Yeah. Uh, they went back in time after the song um, came out. They're like, we got to rename this metal. We don't know because of <laughs> time travel. It wiped our memories, but... That's what they did. But now it is time for my favorite part of the show. It is time for the box scraps. Ooh, the box scraps. The box of scraps. Now, friend Brandon, I have to ask, if you could have access to any uniform or costume in comic book history, which one would you choose to wear around on a daily basis? This is a good question. This is a really good question. I mean, you know, smartly, you should pick something that gives you the power, like Iron Man suit, right? You can just be a normal mm. dude and the suit would like do all the stuff for you. But I mean, that's too easy. You know, if you asked me this in when I was in middle school, I probably would have said Todd McFarlane's Spawn costume. Oh, I mean, with the chains that's a good one. And the big cape. I mean, I want a cape. <laughs> 
If I'm going to have a costume that I'm wearing every day, I want to have a big cape. I don't know if uh, that chick from The Incredibles would be too happy, but I mean, that's, no capes. Capes are no cool. Capes. I don't care if you die wearing a cape, but it looks cool. <laughs> You'll die in style. It looks cool. You'll die in style. I've always liked Doctor Strange's outfit. Uh, it's pretty cool. If you had that cloak of levitation, too, it's you could fly. Dope. You know, you don't you don't need that. But I think it's like having the magic carpet from Aladdin around your neck. It's true. It's dope. I think, though, I mean, day in, day out, it's 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 going to feel hokey. But give me that Magneto costume, man, with the helmet, Ooh, that helmet, bro, the, helmet, the cape, though. I will say I have yet to see the the X-Men movies did it pretty well. But I, the helmet always looks goofy at a con. I don't know. Really? <laughs> when you see someone walking it's around with it, true. it always feels a little goofy. But man, it looks good in the comics. What about UMT? I think I would choose. And like, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, you know what's coming. But uh, Frogman, oh, like there's this character in in the Spider-Man comics. It's the stupidest hero, no. but I love him so much. Genuinely, it's called Frogman, and he's just this the guy who just loves superheroes so much that he just wants to be one. And he dresses up in a frog costume, and everyone's so embarrassed to be associated with him. But he kicks ass. Uh, but he hops it. around. I could see you as Frogman, it, MT. I could see it. It would be hey, MT for MCU Frogman. Let's get it happening. Because uh, happen. I would uh, be kicking all sorts of ass uh, hopping around like Binya Binya from uh, Gullah Gullah Island, <laughs> if you remember that show. Binya Binya I'm dating myself really poorly. Frogman for me, for this boy, for this. Everyone needs a Haitian frogman in the MCU. <laughs> everyone everyone has been demanding it. Um, Kevin Feige has been getting nonstop letters, probably. So I'm making it happen. At least from you. He's been getting them from you for sure. It's all from me. <laughs> 100%. That is it for this episode of Big Question. Of course, we gotta thank the man himself, Brandon, off-screen producer oh. Brandon, I should say, for joining me on this episode. Please follow him at Grit and Barrick um, on Twitter. He's an amazingly funny man. And follow me at Mastertainment if you want to see me tweet some weird shit and weird theories. But most importantly, follow the new rock stars here on YouTube and on all other social media platforms. And make sure to hit that notification bell so you can get notifications every time we upload a video. And of course, if you want to continue this conversation, talk nerd to us on our new rock stars Discord server. Because it's now open to the public. And we've made some channels available to non-patrons so you can be part of the broader community of New Rockstars fans on Discord. And if you're over 18 and interested, search for New Rockstars Discord server and join the conversation because we are now searchable. Thank you guys so much for watching. We love you guys so much and we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>